T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify wh- your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. All right, I believe this is uh, your very first appearance on the very, very popular podcast, the Bradford Show. Is that correct, Brock Holt? I think so, yeah, I think so. I don't go on very many podcasts, so this, this might be first time um, on yours for sure. Why is that? I, I, I feel like I, sh- I would have asked you before. Have you been avoiding me? Um, possibly. That's yeah, fair. Possibly. It's fair. You aren't the, you aren't the only one. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that you have asked me, but, you know, if you have in the past, I, yeah, I may have tried, tried to avoid the, <laughs> vo- the inevitable, I guess. Well, I think that if you ask anyone who comes on, it's the time of their life. So get ready for the time of your life. Anyway, um, you're, it's, it's good to see you doing so well. Uh, you're doing really well as we sit here. And I guess the, the first question I have for you, going back to the, when you were going through the last couple of years and, and the concussions and stuff like that, was there ever a time where you just said, I, I, doubt creeped in your mind? You're a human being. Doubt creeped in your mind. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get right. Yeah, last year. Uh, last year when I was going through what I was going through, um, trying to play in AAA and get back and just – I mean, I was, I mean, I was feeling awful. Um, so yeah, there was some doubt that creeped in my mind, and um, it was hard to, uh, it was hard to keep those thoughts from creeping in, um, just because I, I knew that it just wasn't the same. Um, something wasn't right, and I, it wasn't, it wasn't getting better. So um, I just kind of had to trust what what I was being told by our training staff and, and Mickey Collins up in Pittsburgh and, and uh, just keep doing what I was was doing and um, you know it's it's worked out so but yeah I would say last year um, there were plenty of times when I was I was doubting if I was ever gonna you know be able to to, to play baseball I mean obviously living normal life was was doable but um, playing baseball was not so it's a question I can ask now but what was the low point um, the low point, uh, there was a lot of low points. Um, I, I think just the fact of trying to, to play, um, and come back in AAA and just not being able to, you know, the, the, the idea of a rehab assignment is to <clears throat> get yourself right to, to get back to the big leagues and it wasn't working. Um, and there was a there was a game in Scranton where it was just real bad. I was, you know, I was, couldn't see anything really. He was playing third base, and um, guy hit a line drive to me, and I kind of like lunged at it. And I mean, I caught the ball, but I mean, barely. Um, and it was like a routine little soft line drive. Um, Were you dizzy? You couldn't see it, or yeah, it was just. It, I wasn't really dizzy. It was just my focus. Like I wasn't able to focus on anything. It, my vision was lagging. Um, so like I couldn't really follow the baseball that well. Um, and then there was another time 
when I was <clears throat> catching in at second base, I was back at Fenway just kind of catching in on BP, and I was catching balls at second for Mitch, and he threw me a ball, and I just completely lost it, and it hit me in the foot. Um, didn't didn't even touch my glove. So at that point, I just kind of walked off the field and was like, what the heck is going on? So uh, there, was, there was a lot of low points. Uh, like I said, it's, it's hard to keep those those doubts from creeping in but you gotta do the best you can and just kind of trust what you're being told and and um you know do what you're supposed to do to get back and um you know hopefully you know you get back to normal and luckily i've, I've been able to do that so you go i mean during this process you had a baby you know what i mean this was you had the baby like when you were going through this stuff that must have helped a little bit right i mean i don't as a human being <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean having having Griff was I mean that's that's the biggest blessing uh of my life um regardless of you know what I was going through. I mean he's always going to be he's always going to be priority number 1 him and my wife. So having them, you know, obviously it helped being able to go home and spend time with with my wife and 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 him. Um you know, obviously it helped. Um still still a little down obviously not being able to to do what I'm you know, felt like I was capable of doing, but I mean, those those two people are the most important things in my life. So, when 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 they're good, I'm good. Well, was there any time you like saying you're you're questioning if you were the the baseball thing, if you're going to be able to get back to where you wanted to be, and was there a time where your wife said, "I'm worried about"? Because you said your priority is lifestyle, family, your own health. Was there a time where your wife said, "Brock"? don't do the baseball thing anymore no uh no she never you know she's she's always been biggest supporter so she never you know we obviously we 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 talked about you know what i was going through and how i was feeling and um you know she supported me and what i wanted to to try and accomplish and that you know i knew i wanted to you know obviously try and get back to to feeling good again and not just to play baseball but feeling good again to you know do other things so um no, she was always in my corner. Whatever you know, whatever I wanted to do, um, you know, she was there to support me. So um, you know, she was a big help in the whole in the whole process. What was the? I mean, asked you the, the lowest point. But do you remember the turning point for you? Um, I would say the turning point. I don't remember the exact time, but towards the very end of last year, probably the last week, week and a half, I started. I, I got a few got to play in a few few more games than I did previously and I just felt better um just felt better in those games and then um going into the offseason uh working out and and hitting in the offseason I just felt I felt normal I felt right again so um I would say the very end of the very end of last year um even when I came back I was still a little off it took me a while to to get going but um I'd say towards the very end of last year, I started feeling good. I mean, it's amazing. Is there a reason for that? Is it just time? And, and you know, time is when the doctors say, give it time, give it time, and you, you went through a long time with it. Was there a change in approach you took to it? Was there a medicine? Was there, or, or once again, was it just time? I think the biggest thing was time. Because when I started, you know, playing, rehabbing in AAA, I got shut down once, and then I got shut down again. And then they, we finally just decided, hey, it's probably not best that I'm playing. So took time off and just kind of did my did my uh, my vision exercises and and took it easy and um, that seemed to help a little bit. Uh, you know, I I changed medicines probably three or four times throughout the process, trying to figure something out um, that would help. 
and uh, finally got on one that, I mean, I'm still on it, still take it every night. That seems to help. So I don't know if that change, you know, finding this medicine was the the key factor. Uh, but I think in in most cases like this, it's it's time. It's yeah, it's ever everyone's different. It's one of those things where it's not like you you sprain your ankle and you you know you you take a few days off, then you do some strength and exercise. That there's not a. Uh, yeah, that's the frustrating thing about it, yeah. right? I mean, it's not like, oh man, I I tore my quad. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna yeah, do. There's not like a specific specific way to make it better. You know, like if you tear a muscle or you you sprain an ankle or you do something like there's a there's a ladder you climb to get to back to feeling good. With this, it, I mean, everyone's different. Everyone reacts different. And, and uh, you know, last year obviously it took took a lot. A lot of time uh, for me, and I, I think that was the biggest thing is just taking that time off. What was the get? Was there a guy who, a person, a player who said, who gave you advice or gave you, hey, I went through this that, that really hit home? Because obviously a lot of people want to help. A lot of people have had concussions, but was there one that really rang true for you? Yeah, I talked to, uh, you know, whenever I was going through probably the lowest of times, I was when I was went playing that game in Scranton and in AAA, um, I called Mickey. I was like, man, so I don't. I don't know what's going on. Like, I just don't feel it's, it's not working. Then he, he put me in contact with uh, Brian Roberts with the Orioles. And uh, I called him and uh, talked to him for probably an hour, hour and a half on the phone, um, just about kind of what I was going through. Um, and that really that really kind of helped uh, because I obviously I was talking to the trainers and teammates and stuff about how I was feeling, but no one knew exactly how I was feeling mm. so I was telling them but they were like yeah you know they didn't understand I was telling my wife she didn't you know no no one had been through it so Mickey put me in contact with him because he said his case and my case were pretty similar um so I called him and just kind of told him what what was going what I was going through and and uh he understood which that that was kind of a big big uh big step um, I, I think in, in in the healing process and getting better is knowing that he knew what I was going through and he had been through it and he f- he feels completely normal now. So uh, yeah, that was because like we said earlier, the doubt started creeping in. You don't know if you're going to feel normal again or be able to do what you're you know get what you're capable of doing. But talking to someone that had been through it and gone through it and taken it, I mean it, he. It, it took him a long time too, but he got back to normal. So yeah, he was a good player. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, so talking to him was big. Um, obviously, I talked to David Ross a lot. I'm I'm still really close with David Ross. Uh, he talked me through some of the stuff. He you know he went through it too and, and went and saw Mickey and and then uh, another one another big one I talked to was um, was Dale Earnhardt Jr. Um, Mickey put me in contact with him because he said, you know. His was probably a little bit more severe than mine. Obviously, he's a race car driver. He's he's had more concussions. That's that's sort of neat, though, right? Yeah. So I, I talked to him on the phone for a good hour one one day, and it was the same thing. It was just someone who knew that I, what I was going through and kind of I could explain kind of how what I was feeling and seeing and and how the vision was was not not working working right. And they knew exactly what I was talking about, and they went through it and they. They, they, they were back to normal. So I think talking to those those three guys in, in particular were were the biggest um, the biggest uh, 
my steps taken as far as like, okay, I can, I, I'm going to be normal again. It's just going to take a little bit of time. So you get to spring training. Did you know? I mean, you said the off season, the end of the year happens. You feel better. Off season, you have a good off season. You get to spring training. You start playing in actual games again. Did you know? I'm back. Yeah, I, I felt like I felt like I, I was I was back. I felt I felt normal. I was I felt like I was seeing the ball well, um, having good at bats and. Um, yeah, it just it just felt normal again. So um, that was a big that was a big step too. Just because you never know. Like I hadn't really played. You know, I felt great in the off season, but um, you never know. You get back into a game, how you know how you're going to be able to track the ball and, and and do all that stuff. So getting back into games and and feeling feeling like myself again was a was a huge step too. When you go through spring training, I remember talking at the end of spring training. We're going to shift a little bit to actually you making the team and that whole thing. Okay. Um, I talked to you before about this, so I apologize for repeating. But you, there was a, it was a Wednesday. You were, I think, in somewhere in Bradenton. After the game, the media comes up to you. Hey, you worried about making the team or something? I'm paraphrasing, so I apologize. Yeah. Um, but and you like that was the first time. That was toward the end of spring training. That was the first time. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And then you went to meet with Alex Cora. Um, you said that was a very good meeting of sort of like, hey, this is where we're at and everything. Uh, just take me through that whole situation. Yeah, so it was just one of those things that just kind of popped up and um, didn't really know how to, you know, kind of like took me took me by surprise when I, when I was getting asked these questions. So, um, but it worked out. I mean, obviously it worked out. And I mean, I think even being asked those questions, I didn't lose, you know, any confidence in myself or any thought that, you know, maybe I wasn't going to make the team. Um, I still thought that I would. Um, and I did, and now we're here, and we're, <laughs> well, we're playing well. And you, and you, you know, this is, you know Alex. I mean, you know him, you have a manager throughout spring training, but you don't know until certain circumstances come up how he's going to react, what it's like to deal with him. I mean, that was sort of, that must have been a good jumping off point for you to say, oh, well, this is my manager. <clears throat> no, he's great, man. He, he's been great since day one. Um, you know, I think he kind of proved that to me um, this offseason whenever he, you know, he called everyone when he got the job and arranged meetings with everyone. He was up in Boston uh, for a couple of days, and I went to dinner with him and um, just sat, sat down and had dinner with him. And I mean, we sat there and talked for two, two and a half hours just, just like. Where was that? We were in, we went to, um, I forget what it's called. It was right by Abe and Louie's. Oh, it was in Boston. Okay. Yeah, it was in Boston. It was in Boston. How do so. you pay for that? Is it a company card? And is it- yeah, I think we put it on the on the Red Sox tab. So, uh, but no, he no, he's been great, man, and and he's he's so easy, he's so approachable, so easy to talk to, um, you know. So you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, the thing kind of popped up, and I, I wanted to kind of talk to him about it and get his, you know, get his, you know, or just kind of tell him where I'm coming from and, and what's going on. And, um, we had a good meeting and, and talked about it. And, um, you know, it was, and that was that. And it was easy to, I've never been able to do that um, with a manager in the big leagues. I've had managers in the minor leagues I felt comfortable doing that with or even college. But uh, he's the first one I've ever done that with in the big leagues. And I think, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've been around for a little while now. So I think that added to the, to the comfort level a little bit. But, um, you know, it's easy for me to say, hey, send him a text, hey, hey, man, can I talk to you tomorrow morning? He's like, yeah, man, come on. So, you know, went in and talked about the situation, and um, and that was that. And, um, I mean, it was 
he, he, like I said, he's he's been great since day one, and um, I think everyone on the team will tell you that you know we're happy he's here. Is this the best that you've been as a baseball player? Like we always, it's it's uh, time is a fickle mistress. You know, the you get you get smarter and. Yeah, you know, you also hope that your physical capabilities catch up to you or stay the same or remain the same as when you're young. Um, and you seem to be hitting the sweet spot here. Is this, do you think, the best that you've been? Um, like all things considered? Yeah, I mean, I, I, things are going well right now. I'm, 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 and I'm not, you could go 0 for 10, I mean, but yeah. still. No, I mean, I, I feel good. And I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not focus so much on the results as I have in the past um, this year. Um, I'm trying to stay as positive as I can. Um, obviously, this game is based on failure, so everyone's going to fail. Um, but you try to be as successful as you can. So even when I'm not going going well, I'm trying to trying to take the positives out of, out of something, whether it's a good at bat or moving over a runner or playing good defense or, or doing being a good teammate, something like that. Um, so when the results aren't there, um, because there's going to come a time when you know that they aren't going to be there, um, you can still go home and and uh, sleep at night and and you know. It's remain. not easy to do in Boston. I just talked to David Price about this. The process yeah. isn't 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 easy in Boston. No, it's not. I mean, there's a lot of negativity um, being thrown at you when things aren't going good. Um, but I think I've done a good job of. Pushing those things aside, I deleted Twitter last year, which was a Ooh, huge step. Was it really? Yeah, oh, look at you! Step. Yeah, deleted Twitter. I said I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. I was dealing with enough stuff last year, and every time I got on Twitter, I was reading how how terrible I was, and uh, you know what? A, no urges to go what back. A huh? Shit, I was, and so <laughs> I said I'm, I'm deleting this. I can't, I can't do this anymore. So, do you remember the day and the place that you did that? Uh, I don't. It was. I think it was middle of the year. I'm like, dude, I, I'm tired of reading this. Like, I'm, I'm deleting it. And I just, I got on the app, deleted it, and uh, I don't even think I deleted it the right way. It's probably still out there somewhere, but I haven't checked it since. So it's that was a huge step. Um, and then just recently on Instagram, I love Instagram. It's my favorite app, but I deleted. I, I took off. People can't comment on my pictures unless I'm following them. So if I'm following you, it means you're probably my friend. You're not gonna be negative on my on my post. So if I don't follow you, you can't comment on any of my pictures. So you take all that stuff away, I can't read anything. Um, so it, it, it's fine. But that's the thing I, I, I'm trying to do most, you know, this year as opposed to last year's. Not just trying to enjoy it, man. Like we're we're professional baseball players. We're we're blessed to be able to do this. Um, so I'm just trying to enjoy the enjoy the moment and enjoy being on this team and, and being a part of this this organization. And um, you know whether it's you know, going out and performing and doing a really good job, or having a couple struggles here and there, it's you try to try to stay positive. And um, you know, if you, if you go over four and, and we win the game, that's that's a good day. So, at the end of the day, we're we're trying to win, and um, you know, we're just I'm trying to have as much fun as possible um, while I'm I'm able to play. Well, last question, and you've been very generous with your time. I appreciate it. Last question: I was watching you out of the batting practice at Cage yesterday, standing next to Ben Intendi. I'm thinking they're the same size. They're the same size. Like they're you're about the same height, correct? Yeah. Okay. You're about the same size. I, I think I outweigh him a little bit this year. I, I put on a little bit more muscle, so I give him a hard time about that. But yeah, we're we're pretty much the same. Right. So uh, that's the first question: Who benches more? 
Probably Benny. Yeah, probably Benny. I don't do a whole lot of bench. He doesn't either. I think most of, most of us now, like, don't really. You do the bands. Yeah, it's it bands, and I mean, we do dumbbells and stuff, like. When none of us are into into the powerlifting, but that's, so this is this is this is an. Ob- Benny can hit a ball further. But this that's my yeah. question. It's like why? I have no idea. I wanted the same thing. Like I watched Benny take batting practice and he hit hits balls, homers to dead center and hits balls homers to left center left field and I'm struggling to pull pull a homer MVP. So I don't know. I think I, I don't know what produces power or how much you know but it's bizarre to me it's bizarre i see all these guys like me and pd are really the only ones that can kind of compare to each other like he'll square up a ball in bp and he'll hit homers in bp but he's not gonna he's not gonna go dead center he's not gonna hit oppo like mookie too watching mookie hit i mean mookie hits I mean, he had a ball yesterday as, as oppo as you can hit it. And, like, I was on first base and he hit it. And I'm, he hit it. I was like, that's a homer. Yeah. Like, I'll, I will never do that. So, I don't know. I think I think those guys are just blessed with. Um, I think it's swing path. I mean, not to get too too much. Yeah, I don't understand all that stuff. I just, I just try to hit the ball. I, I know that I'm not going to hit very many homers. So, I just try to hit it hard. And whatever angle it goes on it goes on and hopefully if it's a ground ball it, it finds a hole if it's a line drive it's a line drive and, and every now and then I'll run into one and, and, and it'll go over the fence but um, I, I'm not too worried it's about it it's a good that. question though right I feel like it's a good question it's a great question it's a great question then you watch Jose Altuve hit and I mean he's unbelievable like the, how far he hits balls and I mean I'm I'm bigger than he is so um, so yeah it, it's a curious thing like I, I, I don't know how how it happens, but it happens. Some of these guys are just they square balls up better than others, and um, it goes further. Um, but like I said, I I'm not too worried about my home run total. No, no, no. So, I, I just, you shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah. Well, well, Brock, you dominated the launch angle on this podcast. So if mm-hmm. nothing else, I really appreciate you taking the time. I went over my time. I apologize, no but I appreciate it. And I a little yeah, well, problem. you know, we can edit that out. Yeah. It's no problem. All right, thanks, Brock. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.